What should you be doing with your 401k money? What if you fear you're going to lose your job? And should you defer as many bills as you can to stockpile cash? We're going to address all of that today on the Seven Figures podcast. CFP Erica Cummings, the Harmony Financial Wellness Group at RBC Wealth Management is actually going to be on the radio show with us, Zano and Sandy, uh, every Monday and Friday. So I'm going to take that conversation and put it right here on the Seven Figures podcast so you guys can get all the answers to some of your financial questions because this is a very stressful time for a lot of people right now. So here's our conversation from this morning with Erica Cummings. This is the Seven Figures Podcast, smart money strategies for women with Sandy Waters. The Seven Figures Podcast is sponsored by Advantage Federal Credit Union. In a time where money is so important, you can save money by refinancing your current auto loan. Rates as low as 2.49%. Morning, Erica. Good morning. How do you fit the Harmony Financial Wellness Group at RBC Wealth Management on a business card? It's got to be really small. Anyway. (laughs) But anyhow, you're here to hold our hand. And (laughs) Erica, (laughs) every time we have you on the podcast, we get listeners to say the same thing, that you are so good at making us feel like, Ah, okay. Everything's going to be okay. You have that good motherly like sound to your voice. Uh, Everything's going to be okay. It will. (laughs) And you explain things in a way that is so clear. So. Yeah. Yes. I try to, because I think that when people think of the financial industry right away, people think that it's foreign and obscure and it, it doesn't need to be. Yeah. So we have a bunch of questions from Buzz listeners that we got yeah. on Facebook. I was wondering if we could run through some. Sure. First, before we get to the first one, Scotty, can you just very quickly update us? Because it's going to be an ugly day in the market. We're going to hear a lot of people talking about that because that stimulus package, right, is still was, held up. Yeah, it's still it's still hung up. Um, yeah, we're at least going to start off negative. So mm-hmm. we, we, uh, we hit a limit down on futures. Now futures go throughout the night. They absolutely do not predict what the whole day is going to look like. Mm-hmm. We have been really calmly waiting, although it's time for us to see some pretty large stimulus package from the federal government. And this would involve stimulus for corporations, particularly those industries that are getting hit significantly, like the travel industry and, um, you know, particularly companies like Boeing. And then obviously the average person who is currently not able to earn a living. Mm -hmm. So there are many, many, many people out there that are either restaurant workers or they are working in industries that have just been shut down and they have no income. So this stimulus package is really significant. And there's a whole lot of speculation out there. I read about it every day, but right now we actually don't know exactly what's going to happen. And so hopefully we we get that moving quickly. Market doesn't like the unknowns. Absolutely not. Uncertainty is is the enemy of the market. And <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Can I and, just say Scott has been paying attention every time we talk about finances though cuz that's something we have brought up. Very good job, Scotty. Thank you. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, I take it all in. I, I do. Very good. I take it all yeah. in. Uh, yeah. so, let's, all right, so let's take a peek at some of these questions from our Buzz listeners. Um, Erica, uh, here's one that says, should I cut my losses and move my 401k money somewhere else? Is there a, a chance the market will go to zero and I lose everything? So I work in an industry where you cannot say anything in absolute. Mm-hmm. However... 
without saying absolutely never going to zero, uh, it's pretty close. We would have to have a situation where nobody ever buys anything ever again, (laughs) ever again, because every one of these companies function on either people buying goods and services or, you know, people going out there and attending things. We would have to assume that this virus is going to shut us down as a human population globally forever. Okay. So that's a slim chance. Not hardly any chance. Right. Yeah. Right. So without saying no, there's there's a pretty good chance that we're not going to go to zero. As far as cutting losses, Historically speaking, and we can only go on the past, mm-hmm. we've had 12 significant bear markets since World War II. Each one of them has, has had an average loss of about 35%, and they've lasted from the top to the bottom, back up to the top again, about three years, all said and done. Mm-hmm. The market's up 75% of the time. It's down 25% of the time. If you are currently working and you absolutely don't need to take any money out, you should be putting money in, not moving it. So putting it in and not looking at it is the best thing you could be doing. This could end up being one of the best buying opportunities of, of our of our adult life. Wow. And you live through, I mean, you've been doing this for how many years now? Almost 20. Okay, mm, so yeah. you've been through this. You went through I've the 2008. Through, you you I, know. Yep. Okay. And 9-11. Oh. I tend to think this is very similar to that mm-hmm. in the sense that we did not go into this with big economic issues like we did in 2008. The, the, the very bare bones of our economy was completely fractured going into 2008. And I've said this to clients many times. This is not a situation like 08 where you went to the ATM and you really didn't know if money was going to come out okay. because the money supply was, was so uh, was mm. drying up. Mm-hmm. Now it's I'm going to the ATM, but I have nowhere to spend it. Right. Okay. At some point in time, this will pass. We will see. I want everybody listening to just really think, do they think this virus is never going away? Meaning we are always going to be living like this. If that's the case, then maybe you have reached the point where fear has completely taken over. But if we all believe that at some point in time, and none of us know when, but if at some point in time this will end, Mm -hmm. Just imagine what those restaurants are going to look like. Oh, man. Imagine how many people are going to be dying to take a vacation, just dying to do the things that we took for granted. So this will come back. We just, like you said, uncertainty. It's not just the markets that hate it. We all hate it. Yeah. Okay. So your 401k, don't look at it. Put more money in. Yes. Okay. And if you, and if you're retired, you should, if you have a good plan in place, you should have a significant amount of your portfolio in bonds or in cash. Take a look at how much you have there and think of how much you're taking out every year. It really does make you feel better when you look at it and say, oh, I can afford years without ever touching a single stock. I'm going to leave that portion alone. I'm going to ignore it. And I'm just going to keep going on with my life. Okay. So um, it, it would be awesome if you could just up your 401k a little bit, like another percent or two or whatever you mm-hmm. can afford. Okay. If you still have 100%. a job. Yeah. yeah if you yeah. still have a job. Uh, yeah. The next question was, okay, so we were just talking about if you still have a job, what should I do if I fear I may lose my job? So if you fear you may lose your job, the biggest thing at this point is to figure out how to get cash reserves. 
So typically I'm not a fan of credit cards. Mm -hmm. I don't like credit cards. I don't like using debt, but this is extraordinary circumstances. So if you do find yourself in a position where you might see a furlough or a layoff coming, hopefully you don't have a whole lot of debt to begin with. I would be wrapping my arms around places that I can be getting liquid cash. So using cards, paying the bare the, the minimums on them. You're going to see a lot of companies being extremely gracious during the next few months mm. because they understand that we all are in this together. I, I'm very, very impressed with the way that corporate America has, has risen up as a community to help all of us. So you should start thinking about, do I have a credit card? How much is my available balance? Can I afford to pay the, the bare minimum on it on a monthly basis? So you can pay your rent, so you can eat and do this. this yeah. is, like I said, extraordinary times. So not usually my favorite go-to, but we will get through this, and you absolutely need to be able to live. We've got one more question We're with Erica Cummings, CFP for the Harmony Financial Wellness Group at RBC Wealth Management. Sandy, you're right. She has a very, I compare you. You're like you're like grilled cheese and tomato soup. Like oh, you're, you're like you're like comfort food for oh for, for for my Thank wallet. You. I love it. Which one is she? The grilled cheese or the tomato soup? Oh, or a little bit of it's, both? It's actually the, the the feeling you get when you put the two together, and it oh, just feels you oh. make it makes you feel good. That's that's so. Nobody's it, ever told you that before. I'm sure. Huh? That that is the very first yeah. time, and I'm so. Honor. A lot of our guests say that when Scott compliments them. That was the weirdest Scott, compliment yeah, I've ever gotten. Scott often does. He nails it. All right. well, <laughs> but anyhow, um, <laughs> if you do have any questions that we don't get to today, that's fine. Just reach out to us any way that you can on Facebook. Um, you can just throw up a question, send us a direct message, whatever. Yeah. We'll get it to Erica and we'll answer it on Friday. But the last question for today came from Facebook. Should we try to defer as many bills as possible and stockpile whatever cash we have during this time of uncertainty? So I would say it depends on your situation. So if you are one of the people that we talked about just briefly before that are concerned about either losing their job or are currently not working because they worked in the service industry or Mm -hmm. they worked in a business that's been shut down, Mm -hmm. then I would say yes. You should be reaching out to every single person that you owe money to. Credit card issuers, the banks, if you have a mortgage, call them up and ask them if there is something that you can do. I think that we are just seeing the beginnings of, like I said earlier, corporate America being just good citizens. Mm -hmm. So if you are concerned about having that liquid cash available because you are in one of those industries that could potentially be hurt for a while, then there is a hundred percent no reason why you shouldn't be calling every single one of your, your, um, whoever you owe debt to and saying, is there something I can do? My, my son, uh, were as a chef at a restaurant that is not a takeout restaurant is a higher end restaurant. So now he's like, he's indefinitely laid off. Yeah. So he has a student loan. Mm. Yeah. He can call the student loan lender and, and say, hey, listen, this might be tough and see what they can do. Absolutely. The worst that they can say is no. And I have a very, very good feeling that most companies and especially the federal government, mm-hmm. once they finally pass this package, mm-hmm. uh, are going to be addressing the, the student loans. They're going to be addressing mortgages. They're going to be addressing credit cards. At the very least, they're going to say we will uh, have no interest 
for the next X amount of months. Mm. So Dude. they're not they're not going to wipe away your debt. No. So <laughs> oh, no. too bad. That would, that <laughs> no. would be nice. Yes. <laughs> but they are going to uh, wipe away the interest for X period of time because they do they do understand that that right down to the average person, if we don't all have a break, then we can't get this economy up and running again. If if we come out the other side and everybody is up to their eyeballs in debt, then we really didn't do anything to help the situation. True. So, We're not going to spend any money. Do you need to prove in some, I don't know if you know the answer to this, but do you need to show proof of, yes, I lost my job or yes, money is tight, or are they just going to do it on the honor system and please don't take advantage of it? I mean, I'm guessing that it's going to be the latter, okay. but this is something that we don't know, and I think yeah. it's going to be on a case-by-case basis. I think when it comes to the federal government, when it comes to student loans, when it comes, they've already postponed the the filing date for your taxes. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to see that just kind of be, a, be a, a blanket administrative call. But I'm going to guess that most of these banks, they would rather get paid than have to then deal with having to hunt people down. Mm-hmm. So if they can come across as, and it, the biggest difference between 2008 and now is this isn't anybody's fault. Yeah. So we're all in this together. And so I think it's a completely different vibe than it was when everybody wanted to attack the financial industry for, for predatory loans and things like that uh, during 2008. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, there were people that were unhappy about the bailouts during that time period. This is a different situation. This is not anybody's fault. And we are all in this together. And I think everybody from the government on down understands that the best way for us to move forward is to obviously figure out how to deal with the health crisis itself, but then also figure out how to get us all up and running again as quickly as possible. So these are all things that are doable. And I think that you're going to be very pleasantly surprised at how many companies are willing to work with you. So you're going to be sitting on hold for a long time. But yeah, for most right. of us, what what else do we have to do all day? Exactly. Sit on hold. <laughs> you know. mentioned so, that taxes, it was delayed July 15th, I think it was, right? That's yeah, federal. Yeah. Is it state too? I, I got to look that up. No. I, look that up. I, I don't know that we. Yeah, I didn't hear Cuomo say that either. Yeah. I got to look that up. I don't know, but I will say that uh, I think you're going to just continue to see those types of things unfolding. And, and in this, situation just last Sunday was so different than yesterday. So I know. um, So just, you know, keep try not to watch the media that much, but also make sure your sources are reliable. Make sure you're getting your information from from the right sources. And I think you're going to continue to see from, like I said, the government on down a a lot of graciousness during this time period, because, again, it's not anybody's fault. Okay, coming from the Times Union, I just looked it up for all of us. New York State has pushed the deadline to July 15th as well. Excellent. Nice job, New York State. Yeah. When did the Times Union start getting published again? Are you sure this is the right year? (laughs) It says two days ago. Times Union. Oh, is that must have from Albany? That must have been an Albany paper. Oh, maybe. Okay, and the New York Times says the same thing. Oh, my God. I just had a flashback to my youth. I'm sorry. Times Union, oh my God. Remember that? You're a Rochester <laughs> gal, right? Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> hilarious. Oh, oh Erica, oh, thanks so much so for being old. on with us. Uh, so you're going to come back Friday? Yes, absolutely. Okay. All right, sounds good. 
All right. All right. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. Erica Cummings, the Harmony Financial Wellness Group at RBC Wealth Management. Also known as grilled cheese and tomato soup for your soul. Yay. Thank you. Talk to you later. See you. Bye. Bye.